it's the Popcorn Boys, and we're coming in hot. We are coming at you live from Culver City, California. I am Kyle Jameson. With me is Daniel Trainer. Daniel, are you ready for some football? <laughs> A Monday night party. No. Oh. <laughs> Who is that? Is this still the Monday Night Football song? Uh, I don't even know. Is I think they brought Hank? it back a couple years ago. Hank Williams Jr. Yeah. Who is alive? Um, I think. And if he's not gone too soon, but if he is, <laughs> R.I.P. Hank. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> not Hank the dog. Well, Daniel, it is time, of course, for for football season. The reason for the season oh, is the football, football season. season. Here we go. It's, it's fall. It's football. It's, um, what's another mm. F? F- we're having fun. <laughs> it's we're, it's fall, football fall, fun. fall football fun. Make that the title of the episode, please. Fall football, fall football fun. fun. Absolutely. We're all having a great time. Not so much fun this week for me is the <laughs> box office challenge recap. Um... Certainly not. So look, I am still going to win. Not a chance in hell. No chance. (laughs) That's what you got. But your movie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I almost said seven rings. There's ten. There's actually ten of them. Uh, Debuted this weekend. Of course, this is the Marvel movie. It uh, is up to 94 million dollars second biggest opening of the year behind black widow um this was the seventh overall selection in this year's draft yeah um behind the only movies that have come out that were drafted ahead of it are black widow and the suicide squad we don't need to talk about them nice pick you got there we don't need to talk about them (laughs) Uh, none of my movies have come out yet that were drafted ahead of this but here we are uh, unfortunately, with the debut of Shang-Chi, you have taken the lead in the overall box office standings wow. for the year. Wow. I mean, we all knew it would come to this. We all knew that this was coming. But to really revel in it, it, it you know, I didn't think it was going to feel as good as it does. I, I'm not going to be this person who sits here all humble. I'm going to rub this in your face. You suck. I don't know if you've seen the energy surrounding the Matrix 4 oh teaser for the trailer, but just you wait. I don't buy into in Matrix. Late December, Matrix I don't buy 4. into Matrix culture at all. <laughs> Matrix culture. I don't buy into Matrix culture at all. Look, I'm going to have three big hits in December, and it's going to turn this contest on its side. Yeah, whatever. Good luck. Unfortunately, with Tom Top Gun Maverick moving. Tom to- Gun? Tim Gun? Ooh. They didn't make it work. Oh, nicely done. <sighs> so you have... <laughs> you're up to $756 million thus far at the box office. Uh, I'm up to $729 million. Yeah. Um, but it's all going to change this weekend when Malignant comes out. Kiss my dust. Is that right? Dust? Kiss my dust. That's a saying, and if it's not, I'm making it one now. So you you saw Shang Chi this weekend, and not only this weekend, I saw it mere hours ago. Uh, oh, you saw it today. Today? Yeah, yeah, today. 
Saw it today. Uh, really enjoyed so it. Not this weekend. What is no today's Tuesday? You're correct. So no, unfortunately, the long not. weekend has unfortunately passed. Uh, when you live life like me, baby, every day's a weekend. <laughs> no shirt, no shoes, no problem, bruh. I thought you were gonna say no service. No service. Oh my god. What? What a weird thing. Which? What? The no shirt, no shoes, no service. What happened to make that a sign? Um, and who? And I'm frankly, gonna go out on a limb and say people were coming in without <laughs> shirts and or shoes. But who cares? I'll put a shirt on. I don't want. Let's place of business. But it's like, wouldn't you like if you owned a restaurant and somebody came in looking to spend money and they weren't wearing shoes? I'd be like, well, whatever. But no, it's all. It's about the other customers. If you and listen, you know me. I customer, hate feet. Famously, hate feet. You hate feet. I hate the people stuff. who hate feet. Like you, apparently. I, settle down. Feet are Okay. We Just can't, settle down. We can't get into this. We've talked about it before. It's over the top. People the hatred who, of feet is over the top. That's all I'm saying. People. I don't love feet. They're, they are what they are. People who wear sandals. And I mean, I'm mostly talking about men. Women in sandals, I don't really mind. Oh, good. I'll let them know. Please do. Get the word out. <laughs> he doesn't men, mind. Men in sandals is so dis- it, 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 it's so disgusting and it's such a part of the culture that we don't talk about enough. I was not men, why are men allowed to just show their bare feet? How far into this episode are we? I don't care. I was not expecting a rant about sandals. And you wear sandals sometimes, not that often. Yeah, I wear flip flops. It's a summer summer flip, attire. Oh oh, flip flops. I'm sorry. Flip flops. Even the flop, name, baby. Even the name is disgusting. Flip flops. I call them my John Carries. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, good one. Thank you. It's it's uncalled for. It's uncalled for. Men cannot be wearing sandals or flip flops out in public. It's so gross. Speaking of uncalled for, Venom colon Let There Be Carnage. Whatever. At the box office. R- remind me. I have to get back to Shang Chi. But go on. Venom colon let there be carnage apostrophe or, or parenthesis at the box office and parenthesis. After rumored, we we spoke about it on this very podcast. We yes. thought it was going to get pushed out of this year entirely. Uh, but they're out of their minds over there. Ho, oh, baby! They moved it back a month, and now they're bumping it back up a week or two. What do you uh, expect from a movie? What the hell's going on with Venom? Let there be carnage. What do you expect from a movie featuring a main character wearing a Detroit Lions jacket? Mm. And does this tie it all in together with this week's episode? Ooh, does it? Is Venom? Oh, yeah. Let there be carnage. A football movie. Oh, we're gonna find out. Discuss. Um, it's I don't now, know. It's now coming out October first, by the way, which is like tomorrow. I I don't know Not what's tomorrow. happening with Venom. Uh, it it feel I don't know. It, it, everybody's doing their best to like. I hope it just keeps moving. Yeah, me too. It'd be great. Like um, when we record next week's episode, we're going to be like, Venom, let there be carnage. Pushed back to <laughs> November. <laughs> just keep bouncing all over It the would place. be fun if we find out the movie just like does not exist. <laughs> they're, uh, they're trying to throw everyone off the scent. I did get a trailer for 
uh, before Shang-Chi today. Also got a, not to rub it in your face again, I also got a Jackass trailer before what? Shang-Chi, despite the fact that that movie's not coming out for like a year or Why something. Why did they play that? I that don't know. I'm, I'm and people upset. always respond so well to that trailer in the stupid theaters I'm in. Oh my people God. are like, 100% <laughs> approval rating. <laughs> these guys are nuts. You see the stuff these guys are doing? That's why it was such a great pick. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a smash hit. Well, maybe you can draft it next year. I, I, I probably will. Real briefly, I would like to touch on my Shang-Chi theater-going experience. Now, I really enjoyed the movie, thought it was very good, uh, but this is what I want to talk about. Like, actually? What does that mean? Is it actually good? Yeah. I'm not just liking movies that I drafted. Uh... What else have I drafted? Respect. I talk so much shit about respect on this podcast. Did you see Free Guy? No. Unfortunately, missed that one. <laughs> well, the only person in the world hasn't seen it, apparently. Yeah, you and I. What the hell? Uh, okay, so here's the thing. So I go and see Shang-Chi today, right? So you get to the theater. I had not bought my tickets in advance. You get there. You pick your seats, right? When you get there. I'm while, ma- you're, while you're buying them on the kiosk? Right. Okay. I'm making the strategic decision... To sit sort of separately from the rest of the crowd. Oh, God. This reminds me of a great story, but continue. From the rest of the crowd, right? And this wasn't – this isn't an empty theater. This movie, as we've established, is doing very well. Thank you very much. Everybody's going going to see it. It's going bonkers. Yeah, that's what they're – Shang-Chi's going bonkers. Um, Shang? Shang. Got it. Easy – it's easy to remember he – so in the movie, he goes by Sean – for a bit, because that's it. So Shang Chi is his his name, but then when he moves to America, he like chooses his Amer. He chooses Sean, gotcha, as his uh sort of you know Americanized name. Um, so anyway, so I'm like, all right, where should we pick our seats? Let's sort of strategically place them so we're not around a bunch of people. A because that's annoying, just generally speaking, and B you know it is famously a pandemic. A what? It's a pandemic. The Delta variant. Never heard of it. So, pick our seats, right? We sit down. Movie's about to start. In come these two absolute dorks <laughs> who sit right next to us in a like- theater that is like 40% full. <laughs> they come and sit. Right next to us. This is great. They could have chosen to sit anywhere else. And not only do they come sit next to us. Are you in the back, the front, side, middle? We're like in the middle. Oh, so you're sitting right in the middle. So the best seats in the house. So obviously they're. Well, actually, I disagree. The best (laughs) seats in the house are the top row. That's false. Okay, wrong. Top row is the best. And when we go, you won't let me sit in the top row when we go. If you are sitting in the top row at a movie theater, you might as well just be watching it on your TV at home. It's not the screen's not big enough when you're in the back row. <laughs> it's like two feet back. You want to be the best seat. This is yeah. We don't have time for this. This we're gonna blow. Sure this we out. do. We're gonna blow this out into a whole discussion, and in a future episode, we're gonna rank the best seats. Oh, we're, we're fine. Go, we'll go fine. back and fine. forth. Uh, J7. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go M12. We'll go you back sunk my battleship. 
So anyway, these two dorks come. And I do say dork. It's a Marvel movie, okay? All these dorks around me. I do see everyone in theaters, of course. Uh, they come. Not only are they sitting next to us, they're talking the entire time. They're incredibly obnoxious. But this leads me to my next point. Also, as the movie starting, I would say a group of, let's say, 15 people come in all friends, and all sit in, like, the top left corner of the theater. They all come in. They look to be aged about, let's say, anywhere from 15 to 18, right? They come in, and they are talking the entire movie. And when I say talking, I mean, like, we're having full-on conversations. We're accepting phone calls during the movie. I do think at one time somebody was on FaceTime, unfortunately. (laughs) Just blatantly talking at the loudest volume possible. During the movie. And it's incredibly annoying. Whatever. That sort of stuff. During a movie like this. For whatever reason. It doesn't really rile me up that much. Right. And just like whatever. I'm along for the ride here. It's not like I need to be zeroed in on like everything that's happening. It's all so loud. It's all so loud anyway. Did you learn. Did this prevent you from learning what the Legend of the Ten Rings was? Oh, couldn't tell you anything about that. Uh. But so I would say about halfway through the movie. Because, <laughs> so, like, you know when you're in a movie and there are people talking. There is just, like, a general unease in yes, the air. Yes. Right? You're like, is somebody going to say anything? Am I going to be the person to say anything? To saying something make it more awkward? <laughs> right. You know? So I would say about halfway through the movie, a hero arises. Ooh. Now, this woman yells out. (laughs) She yells out, what are you, two years old? Be quiet. (laughs) And my first thought is, ooh, we really should have thought better about that. We... We needed an alt there. No, it no, no, wasn't no. quite strong enough. That, we no. needed something better. That's what are you two years old? <laughs> not quite strong enough. It's no, not that. quite strong. It's not going to get the job done. I, absolutely not. But it's a perfect thing to yell at a theater. What are you two years old? That's so funny. It was oh, it was hilarious. Be quiet is great. Just be quiet. Well, chapter two of the story, oh. of course. That kept them quiet for, I would say, 45 seconds. <laughs> oh, they started talking again real quick. And I would say maybe 30 minutes after that, the man who was with this woman, who I assume was her husband, <laughs> just, just goes, you done? <laughs> and one of the kids goes, sorry. And he goes, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. But, like, it's just it gets into, like, movie theater etiquette in a way that is so interesting because like it's funny out here we we become so spoiled going to like an arc light may they rest in peace like a landmark whatever like you really do get what you're paying for based on theater chain right like the one i went to like a cinemark today right Wow, shots fired at Cinemark. Right. Well, no, I mean, the Cinemark, the, I will say the popcorn today at the Cinemark, Baldwin Hills, yeah. was so on point. It was so good. Oh. It was hot. It was salty. It was fresh. You just never know. It was great. But you just don't... What Did you have any of the other uh, top ten movie theater snacks? <laughs> no. Famously, you only get popcorn. Water? 
Number seven? No, I'm no. not gonna buy a water. I should bring. I should bring water to movies because I. Uh, God, I my mouth was so salty. It was so <laughs> uncomfortable. But it's it just it's interesting. Like I, I I'm not sure how much of it is like the pandemic has just really messed up the way that we interact socially where we just like everything is so thrown into orbit like we just don't know how to behave in social settings anymore like every like when we go when you and i go to the movies we're typically like at a landmark or something and we're like the only people in theaters so it's you don't really run into that but when i've been to these like bigger sort of blockbuster movies people are like losing their minds (laughs) they're like talking the entire time (sighs) i don't know what that is I don't really either. It's so the like the urge to talk during a movie is so weird to me. I go to the movies to not have to talk to people. <laughs> I agree with you. I I just don't really like I, there's nothing that anyone can say to me that I want to hear during a movie. Oh no. Like but you know, you know how many what? movies have we been to together? Five hundred billion. I'm trying to think. Five hundred billion. It's five hundred billion. I'm trying to think if we've ever said a word to each other during no, the actual movie. Absolutely not. The most that's happened is like a, a like a snicker at something <laughs> yeah. ridiculous, and then the other person like laughs a little harder. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's that's the that's the max of our communication during the actual movie. Because you, yeah, you're one of the few people who I can confidently enter into a movie theater with and know that we're on the same page. Yes. I've had that experience before where I've gone. You you cannot go to the movies with a new friend. You just can't. <laughs> because you will find out real quickly that this 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 will not be a friend that will be lasting. Interesting. Oh, I've had that I've had that happen multiple times when I've been to the movies with somebody for the first time and immediately the movie starts and they start talking and I'm like Oh no! I think it, I just, never need to see this person again. You just have to do the like dramatic stand up and just move over <laughs> one, one seat away. <laughs> it is a weird thing to navigate because I'm like, okay, how do I tell the like? You can't be like, hey, no talking. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you can't be that you, person. You just kind of have to be like, huh? Right, exactly. Uh, you got to yeah. give like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You got to give the like, sort of like, slight nod. It's insane. People don't know how to behave in movies. It's I think absolutely you just, you just insane. Going, what? And just make them repeat it over and over again until they stop. Wait, what was your story? You story. said it made oh, you oh, think- you were talking about choosing choosing seats. This is a you story, actually. Oh, great. You know what story this is. We were, we were I seeing, don't know if I do. We were seeing I'm sure a movie. I will. I think this was during the time of Movie Pass. Is that oh, correct? God, may she rest in peace. And what was it? How did this somehow? You, oh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Somehow, I know this story. Somehow you had like a you were basically cheating your way into this movie, sure, via Movie Pass or something. And sure, you, you somehow got like refunded, and so you had a free, you had a you had to go speak to the person at the box office to, right, to use like a voucher or whatever. Yeah, and I had already bought my ticket, and like the the theater is fairly full, but like. You know, I'm sitting. I think we actually sat kind of up front because it was so full. Uh, but but I had chosen my seat. You know, no one within, you know, twenty seats of me, basically. As a smart person does. Right, and then, and then you, 
go up and, and <laughs> turn in your voucher and you have to choose your seat. And the guy working out the ba- box, I was like, oh, where do you want to sit? And you're, you're like looking at the thing and you choose the seat right next to me, which makes sense. We were going to see the movie together. But the guy was like, oh, uh, are you sure you want to sit next to that person? And you being an idiot, didn't, you were so freaked out by the fact that you were like kind of cheating the system somehow. I don't even remember how, but you were sneaking in, in some, some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And you were freaked out by that. And so you didn't – somehow you included the fact that we were you, – like the idea that we were going to this movie together felt like a, like a fraudulent <laughs> behavior, even yes. though it wasn't. Yeah. And so you, you weren't just like, oh, no, I'm here with my friend. And you were – what did you say? You responded in the weirdest way. Was it <laughs> – I think I was like, it's, wasn't it like, it's fine? <laughs> yeah, you, you were just kind of like, oh, I yeah, think, yeah, it's all right. I'll sit next to this stranger. <laughs> the guy working must have been like, what the oh, hell is wrong boy. with you? Oh. Anyway, that was great moments in, in Kyle and Daniel at the movies. Man. What's next? What are we <laughs> seeing next in theaters? That's a good question. Uh, malignant, probably. I'd go see that with you next week. Oh, I, I mean, everyone should see it. It looks like it's going to be great. Yeah, whatever. Oh, my God. I'm looking at my list. I barely have any movies left still to come out. Right. That's sort of what the community's been saying about you absolutely tanking this draft. You better hope it's Spider-Man. It's all my big ones, though. Spider-Man, No Time to Die, The Matrix 4, and Sing 2. Oh, my God. Sing 2. Plus Malignant. Sing Plus to my ass. Some of my backups. Yeah, whatever. All right. Let's... I'm going to be so mad if you end up winning this. And then if, w- when Top Gun Maverick eventually comes out, if I plug in the real number there instead of whatever backup is replacing it. That wasn't uh, the game. I'm going to be pissed. Oh Well, prepare. Prepare to be pissed. That's what I say after I've too much to drink and okay. this isn't funny. Uh, all right. So in honor of the box office and movies moving around, I've got a quick little quiz here. Oh, God. For me? Well, sort of. Um, we're going to run through... Well, there's no one else here. So, w- <laughs> we've been laughing about the, whether like these movies are moving... You know, Top Gun Maverick Jackass 4 moved out of this year. It seemed sure. like Venom was going to, and then it moved up. And it, it all seemed to be a re- initially a reaction to the Suicide Squad flopping. And now the Venom thing seems to be a reaction to Shang-Chi moving... Uh, They're doing, doing so well. Doing well. So let's just take a look at a quick stock of the domestic box office. Okay. This year compared to other years. Got it. So we can really feel the difference that the pandemic has created. Got it. So let's start with with this year. Uh, so our benchmarks are 50 million at the box office and 100 million at the domestic box office. Okay. So this year we have had guess how many movies have broken 100 million? As someone who's part of the box office challenge, you should have a decent sense. Five is correct. Oh, baby. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Ho! And how many movies do you think have broken 50 million? This, including the Correct. five? Yes. Uh, 13. 13 is correct. Really? <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah, that's exactly right. Wow. wow. Impressive. That's really embarrassing. So that's 2021. I don't know anything about anything. Ask me to have, you know, hey, Daniel, could you give me, a, you know, what's your... What do you think about what's going on in, you know, Afghanistan? I don't know. How many movies have broken $50 million at the box office? Well, Kyle, it's got to oh, be 13. Probably 13 this year so far. Oh, God. 
So that's 2021 thus far. What am I Obviously, doing with my life? Uh, a lot of big movies still to come. Hopefully, uh, mine specifically. Let's look at last year. Oh. Last year, the box office basically just ended out of the blue. How many do you think broke 100 at the domestic box office? Total? All year? Yes. Oh, my God. I have no idea. Uh, five. Two. Two. Only Bad Boys for Life and Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. Why would it be five? Yeah. I forget. God. Yeah. The whole thing just ended. Yeah. Uh, and how many do you think broke 50? Ten. Nine. Oh, okay. Uh, Wait, what are they? <laughs> the, the nine movies that broke 50 million at the domestic box office in 2020. Number nine, Tenet. Not this again. Made 57 million. Number eight, The Crudes, colon, A New Age. Sure. Number seven, Onward. Number six, The Call of the Wild. The what? The Call of the Wild. The what? The Harrison Ford one, remember with the CGI dog? That, that made how much in the middle of a pandemic? <laughs> it made $62 million. What the hell? I think it was pre-pandemic, right? Must have been. Must have come out in like February or something. Let's see. It came out February 21st. Wow. Snuck in just in time. Uh, number five, The Invisible Man. Oh. Number four, Doolittle. Man, oh. the amount of money you could have made to, if you bet Doolittle was going to be the fourth <laughs> biggest movie of last year. Uh, number three was Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn movie. Read the full title, please. Uh, it's literally cut off. Oh, okay, then don't. In the screen. Birds the of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, I believe is the correct title. I'll go with it. Uh, number two, Sonic the Hedgehog, and number one, Bad Boys for Life. Wow. There's your ten movie, or nine movies that broke 50. Uh, all right, so now for comparison's sake, let's look at 2019... 2019 18 17 and 16 uh, you know so you know you know what i like to call 2019 kyle the before times <laughs> how many movies do you think broke 100 million at the domestic box office in 2019 oh my god 21 30 whoa 30 movies wow that's wild that is basically 60 percent of the weeks of the year a new movie came out 30 that broke 100 50. million. So 30 over 52. Okay, common denominator. What is it? I, I can't get into this. What's your question? Ma just math. What do you mean? Wh what is math? Why are we taught math? Com Why do I even know what a common denominator is? So you can reduce a fraction. Who cares? <laughs> Long division. Look, then if you could have done the math like I did in my head real quick. You don't need to know a common denominator to do that. You just guessed. 30 I out guess. of 52. Math is guessing. What? The idea? What is like, what is the math where you have to like have a <laughs> math thesis? Is guessing. Math is literally the opposite of guessing. What is the math where you have to have a thesis? What? A thesis? There's a math where you have to have a thesis. That. There's a math that involves writing. Did you not take this? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. This is like English class with your thesis. Statement. Oh, I love English. Love English. Uh, all right. Were how, you a Spark Notes person? Uh, no, I always, I pretty much always read the books. Pretty much. Okay. What was your favorite book? Also, you read? Cliff's Notes, not Spark Notes. What? What's are, you, are you too young for Cliff's Notes? Oh my God, I am so young. Spark Notes was millennial. Like, I'm a millennial. <laughs> 
Cliff Notes was you would literally <laughs> the, the funny thing about Cliff Notes is basically the funny. I cannot wait to hear how hilarious. This <laughs> well, is. it came out most like it started pre-internet, so you still had to go to a. Certainly store. wasn't alive then. You still had to go to a store and buy a book. It was just a shorter. It was like a booklet summary. So was Spark Notes. Spark Notes was online, wasn't it? Maybe it is now. No, but there were Spark Notes. There Spark- were, oh, there were phys- I thought that was the difference. I thought Cliff Notes was the kind of no. physical one, and Spark Notes was like a website that basically did. The what same is thing. the yellow cover? That's Cliff Notes. Oh, I think some. Hold on, let me let me look up Cliff's Notes. I believe I believe it's some guy. Who's Cliff? Cliff? Well, that's why I'm from Cheers. Do you think his full name is Heathcliff? <laughs> Were you a comics person? Something tells me you were this like, oh, wow, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Cliff's, Cliff's Notes no, is the no yellow. apostrophe, though. Interesting. I don't like that at all. What does Spark Notes look like? Well, I'm on this page. You look up that one. You're on a computer. Cliff Notes was started by Nebraska native Clifton. What's his name? What an idiot. Clifton Hillegas. What is wrong with you to like. He died I... in 2001. Good. I'm so glad he's dead. This guy is a champion to so many people. He truly, he should be in jail. Like, if he wasn't dead, I put him in prison. Did he make it to 9/11? Uh, he did not. Good. He made it to five five. Mm. Can you imagine? No, oh, never mind. He was born in 1918. What a what an absolute loser! This is the best business idea. Ever now, well, I mean, well, listen, it doesn't exist anymore because of the internet. But it's a great idea. I mean, I'll give it to Clifton Hillegrass. It's a great idea. But like, so wait, Sparks, Sparks. Each year, he donated ten percent of the pre-tax profits to local charities and civic organizations. We well, should don't like he should donate them to like the authors. <laughs> Why it's charities? What other charities? Oh, well, they did them for like the classics. They'll, Oh, Almost God forbid you have to read. God for Although, you know what? Do you, you ever think about homework? In what terms? How much of it there was. There was so much homework. So much homework. It was and it makes no... You think about homework, it makes no sense. Homework is insane. If anyone listening to the podcast right now is like a high school student... And if you are... When you work a, a real job... It's so much better than than being in school. <laughs> yeah, if you're in high school, when you work a real job, you don't have to do homework. You just work your day, and then you – I mean, oh. some, sometimes you have to do stuff at home, but, like, it's pretty rare. Depends but on the job. But. Think about homework. And this is not – listen, we love teachers. Teachers are heroes. I hope every teacher in the world is listening. And I think good teachers sort of, like, know this. But it is such a funny thing to be like – Okay, we're going to learn something for like 45 minutes in class today, and then you have to go home and just like figure it out by yourself. Right. And then inevitably make your mom do it. (laughs) The worst was like, it got to a point where like, there's a fine line, and and I think it's what makes, you know, being a teacher and or being a student difficult. There's kind of a fine line of like, all right, if I give two students, you know, four minutes of homework, they're not going to learn it well enough. If I give 20 minutes of homework, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Eventually, the line crosses to, like, if I give too much homework, people just aren't going to do it. Sure. You know, like, did you ever have a class where it was, like, I mean, my, like, Spanish class in high school, it was, like, 
she would just overload us with so much homework that eventually I was like, I'm not going to spend right. two hours just on my Spanish homework. And so you never learned Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. See. <laughs> Unfortunately, the answer is no. Yeah. You were right there. You missed out. See. What was your name? I, God, we're oh. already to the point where I think we've discussed this on the podcast. But what was your name in Spanish class? Uh, so... You could either just choose the kind of the equivalent of your name, or you could choose any name. I was Pablo. <laughs> I think I've I think we've done this on the podcast already before. That sounds about right. Mine was, was... Mayoma Danielle, of course. Mayoma Danielle. Yo soy alto y cómico y atlético. Eh. I used to be athletic. Eh. I used to be athletic. It's atlético. That's you hit a th sound. No. Atletico. No, I said Atletico. Play it back, everyone. Play it back <laughs> to the first time he said it. And let us know in the comments if he hit the TH. You know, God, school. What a, what a, what a fraud. What a scam. Clifton Hildegas. What a legend. Is there something to homeschooling? Anyway, I mean, the I, answer I would is actually no. Read the books. One other thing I actually enjoyed reading. So when I would do my homework, if, if. Yeah. When you would do your homework. When, when I did my homework. Oh, okay. I just mean during the time in which I was doing my homework. I would yeah. always read first because I actually enjoyed reading the books. Oh, sure. More, more so than like, you know, having to write something or do math or whatever. So I would I, I would always actually read the books themselves. Sure. What was your favorite book you read in high school? Um, that's a good question. Nothing is jumping out as an obvious answer. Yeah, me either, really. Like... Ugh, I don't, the first answer I have is like, to kill a mockingbird. It was just the most boring. Oh, I just I'm started already, that the other day. I'm already, I literally started reading that for the first time this weekend. You've never read it? I never read it in high school. Really? We didn't We didn't do it for whatever reason. It wasn't like I skipped it. Yeah, interesting. I literally started reading Did that. Did you have... This past weekend. Really? Well... It kind of sucks. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. Um, but I read the first like twenty five pages. Dies. I was looking for a book to sit down and read for a while. Um, did you have a film class in high school? No, I did. I took like a TV class. Yeah, oh, I had that too. I was on Wildcat Weekly, of course. But we did not have. We didn't have a film. I was an anchor of Wildcat Weekly. I did. Maybe you've heard of it. I just did like mini little projects in my Wildcat Weekly in my TV class. If you had, I it, was the host of Wildcat Weekly. Congratulations. Thank you. What? I don't care. Wildcat I don't care about what story don't. you're telling. <laughs> well, we'll just both tell them at the same time, and people can mute the right or left channel. <laughs> Depending on which story they'd rather tell hear. Tell me about your TV class. It doesn't matter. We're going back to, all right, how many movies in 2019 do you think broke 100 million? Oh, wait, we already did this. You already 30. did that. How many do you think broke 50? 56. You are exactly correct. No way! <laughs> Holy shit! Weird. Uh, wow. Number 56 uh, uh, that year. Uncut Gems cracked that, $50 wow. million. Oh, God. That movie made me so nervous in theaters. I had so much anxiety seeing it. Remember that? Who are you being right now? Culture. <laughs> Don't you remember that? Everybody was like, like the voice. Themes. Everybody was like, "Oh God, Uncut Gems in theaters." That gave me such anxiety. My point. And then I saw it, and I was like, "I'm bored." What? Uncut Gems was great. No, I like Uncut Gems, but tense. like super tense. Yeah, but sure. But I went in anxiety. The storyline surrounding Uncut Gems was like, 
this movie's really like you're gonna be in the edge of your seat the whole time. Yeah, I never moved, but yeah, I liked were, the movie because you were on the edge. <laughs> never moved from the edge of your seat. No, I like the movie, but I'm just saying like that. The criticism, not 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 really criticism, but like this conversation surrounding Uncut Gems of being like, oh god, I I was so nervous. Like, have you ever seen a movie? Like, it came from people who had never seen a movie. I was not expecting a, an Uncut Gems rant. What does he say? Money. <laughs> this is how I win. Money. Brilliant. Uh, my point being... In, Kevin in Garnett. Athletes. Numbers, <clears throat> oh, go on. My point being in looking at these numbers, currently the top movie at this year's box office is $182 million. In 2019, we had a movie break $850 million. Good we had God. too much. Six too movies, much. Six movies broke four hundred. Uh, ten movies broke three hundred. I mean, well, so the question this year madness. is, what will be number? One? I mean, Spider Man. You know, I hate to say it, will be the number one movie this year, barring some sort of like Eternals, like absolute Cinderella. Not Cinderella story. It's a fucking Marvel movie, but you know what I mean. Like, right. So we we have five movies that are broken. Uh, 100 on the year so far and realistically there's only i mean breaking 100 isn't crazy like free guy is gonna break 100 thank you most likely appreciate uh, that so some of these others <laughs> come in but the only there's only like maybe another five locks to break 100 yeah which uh that would be 10 movies uh, the, the over under is probably around 10 for the year yeah we had 30 in 2019 2018 we had 34. Wow. Uh, plus another... A, a total of 57 movies broke 50 million. 57. In what year? This is 20... This is 2018. 18. Give me some of the ones that are near the bottom there, just for just for kicks. 2018. Uh, the one that just snuck over, Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Oh, boy. That made 50 million. I never saw that. Um, I saw that in theaters. Despite liking a Sicario. A Simple Favor... Oh, didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it later. That. Apparently, they hate each other. That's fun. Really? Yeah. I mean, I would hate Anna Kendrick, too. I mean, give me a goddamn break. Uh, Tomb Raider made $58 million. It is funny, though. Like Book Club made uh, $68 million. Oh, God. You got to love Book Club. <laughs> I love how they, like, they've tried so hard to make other book clubs in recent years, and it's so funny how bad they all look. It's like... <laughs> old birds and it's like starring every actress alive who's over 70 you know and it looks like the old worst birds. movie ever made and it's like oh, oh imagine she's gonna take an edible it's like oh god that sounds great 20, i would watch ellen burson take an edible i'm telling you that's probably been in a movie i said that as a joke i bet there's a movie where ellen, ellen burson takes an edible probably that sounds great I would and if not i will be writing that yeah, no, that actually does exist. Does it really? Am it's I called s- Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. I know. I was going to say the same thing. Okay. It took me a minute to remember the title. Uh, 2017, we had 33 movies break 100 million. How long are you going to do this? And we had 55 <laughs> break 50. Wait, what? I need to know. I need to know the 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 last movie to crack 50 all in right, all these uh, years. It's just on, a fun touchstone. The Dark Tower. The what now? The Dark Tower. Never heard of that in my life. Yes, yeah. It was it was a huge flop. It was the Stephen King 
series, Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey were in this. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I don't know that I've. I mean, of course I have. I'm sure I have. Coming up just short, Lady Bird, forty-eight million. Lady Bird didn't crack fifty. I hate living. Twenty sixteen, we had thirty movies at a hundred million. Pretty consistent here in the before time. Thirty movies at a like hundred million. And then breaking fifty, we had sixty-six movies broke fifty million. Sixty-six. What's number sixty-six? Uh, Lion. Oh, saw it. You're what welcome. You you're welcome. Why are you? What? I helped it crack fifty. Oh, 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 I thought you were saying you're welcome to me. Well, that as well. As if I, mean, I, I, said, I should say that to you every day of our friendship. You're welcome. The ones right above that, uh, thirteen hours. The secret soldiers of Benghazi. Okay, I, I cannot say this <laughs> any more clearly. What? What do you mean? What is that? Secret or thirteen hours? John Krasinski's in it. Oh my God, that's right. You know what? We... Michael Bay directed it. Oh, God. Michael Bay. More like Michael... Oh, God. Bad... Have a bad day. <laughs> there you go. You know, John uh, right above, Krasinski's right above that, career Barbershop, is Barbershop, the next cut, right above that, Assassin's Creed. John Krasinski's career is something that we don't... Like, we should be waking up every day thinking, how did he do this? Well, spoiler alert... Leatherheads. <laughs> uh, sure. I think that's our cue to uh, move it along to <laughs> what I teased, I don't know, 45 minutes ago? It was, a, at the it top was about of this episode? 40, 40 minutes ago, yeah. Uh, football movies. Let's go. It's football season. <laughs> football starts. Your NFL starts. Uh, this week. You're, you're coming off this. your fantasy draft. Just had my. What's your, who's your squad? Run me down. Who you got? Not everybody, but like your. Who are your top five picks? Uh, well, my I had a couple. This is a keeper league. Okay, here's the thing. I'm putting this out there to everybody who listens to this podcast. I've never been invited to join a fantasy football league, <laughs> and Lord knows I'm not starting one on my own. Oh, that's good. I've never been invited ever. And yeah, I'm gay. And is that why? Maybe. God, I, I think it's just because you're a loser. <laughs> do you think I yell I'm gay into the microphone every episode? I think you do. Uh, main members of my team. Lamar Jackson. Oh. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Oh. Uh, Antonio Gibson. Najee Harris. DJ Moore. This is not looking good for you. Oh, it's an excellent team. No. Big time squad. What's your what's the name of your team? Uh, Yo Soy Fiesta. <laughs> oh, for somebody who didn't do his Spanish homework, he sure <laughs> likes exploiting the language for humor and profit. Yeah. Who's what's in this league? Do I know anyone? Uh, this is my brothers and one of my brothers in this oh, league. Okay, so they I do know them. And I wasn't invited. No. Your brothers have never invited me to their fantasy football in league. Fact, and I only, am keeping track of that. Not just only so that, know. but we were looking for an, a new member this season. And I didn't even think of you. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, one of the guys in our league wants to drop out, so we're trying to find someone to replace him. This is absurd. I was like, I don't know anybody. <gasps> this is absurd. I don't like this at all. I don't like this at all. Who's the number one pick in your draft? Uh, Christian McCaffrey. 
number one pick in my draft as well. This is why you're not invited. I would it, it would honestly be funny to just draft the hottest player available <laughs> and see if I won the I wonder league. if you got a pretty Cuz you kind you of probably might. got a pretty good team. You honestly would. Who's the hottest quarter? And don't please don't even. I mean, no. Come on. Please stop. It's not I I okay. It's Tom Brady. We can we can honestly have a Tom Brady discussion. It might be want. Mac Jones now actually. <laughs> Go Pats. Mac Jones isn't the hottest quarterback on the Patriots. Go Pats. Like, uh, who's who's his backup it's now? It's Brian right? Hoyer. So. Oh, my boy. Oh, God. I thought they cut him, too. They did, but they brought him back. Oh, God. Is he like 50? He's not young. Nor is he good. More hot. Unfortunately. Sorry, my Spartan dog. My Spartan brother. <laughs> but uh, who is the hottest quarterback in the league right now? Huh. Names that are coming to mind. Jalen Hurts. Mm. <laughs> That's all you got? No. I'm, I'm about, just uh, rifling through. Tyler Murray? No. Too short? I don't care about He's short. He's a little stumpy. <laughs> I don't care about that. That's fine with me. He's not like real life short, but when he's playing right. football, he seems very that small. That doesn't matter to me. Um, Tua? Yeah, I was going to say Tua. You know, I used- Matt Stafford. <laughs> He's dead to me. Uh, no, like I used to say, Aaron Rodgers, and I'm off yeah. the Aaron Rodgers train from yeah. you know for multiple reasons at this point. He just kind of is obnoxious. Anyway, uh, come back to me. What? Come back to me. Oh, I will not. This discussion is over. We're moving on. Let's talk about um. Hmm. Let's talk about football movies. Let's do it. So, obviously football is starting this weekend. More importantly... It starts on Thursday, actually. Yeah, that's what I said. You said this weekend. No, no, I didn't. Go back and re- Dak Prescott? No. <laughs> Kurt Warner? <laughs> Cade Warner. Hmm, baby, baby. Hubba, hubba. There is he is. 18? Who cares? <laughs> 2021 is ending the year on a, what's going to be a huge football movie. <laughs> Christmas Day, American Underdog comes out. American <laughs> Underdog colon the Kurt Warner story. Oh, my God. I think that's what it's called. Uh, this is a real movie that somebody decided would be a good idea, and they decided to put it out on Christmas Day. It stars Zachary Levi as Kurt Warner, uh, Anna Paquin as Brenda Warner, Dennis Quaid as Dick Vermeil. Oh my god. Dennis Quaid. What's your question about Dennis Quaid? The rookie, if you will? No, I was just confused. Oh. I, I I momentarily confused him with Bill Paxton. I was like, wait, I thought he died. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bill Paxton is one of those people that every time I remember he's dead, it's shocking. <laughs> it's very weird. Shocking. Time. That's a good point. Thank you. Uh, I was looking through the cast... Of American Underdog. Of American Underdog, Colin Kurt Warner story. And I have found my new favorite actor. <laughs> He's playing Marshall Falk in the movie. Oh, interesting. Okay, the greatest show on turf, if you will. And his name on IMDb <laughs> is OJ. What? Keith Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Why do you think he goes by OJ Keith? Wait. Why doesn't he just go by O.J. Simpson? 
Wait, who is this? He's an actor. I don't know. This isn't like OJ's son? No, this is just a random actor whose name is OJ Simpson and therefore has Hold to go on. by No OJ, one's name OJ is OJ Keith Simpson. No one's name is just OJ Simpson. <laughs> it's how, not, it's OJ Keith Simpson. How old is he? I don't know, I just found this. Hold on. Let me look him up. I mean, if he's playing Marshall Falk in a movie about Kurt Warner, he can't be more than he was born after OJ was OJ, right? Oh man. Hold on, I'm trying to find... Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, OJ was OJ in, like, the 70s. 60s, even. even well, sh- sure, sure, sure. But I- I'm saying, like, maybe then, like, pre-murder OJ, maybe it's like... I mean, it's still weird to go by OJ, but to make oh, okay, the choice... So, uh, uh, hold on, let me try to find how old he is. Um, what? What's... I need to know what the O and the J stand for, though. I hope... I, wait. Oh. What are you doing? Oh, this is good. I can't see your screen, and I'm very hold nervous. Hold on, hold on. This guy played in the Arena Football League. Okay. He, he played for the Kansas City Command. There's an article from 2012 <laughs> on ESPN. O.J. Simpson will never forget where he was the day of the infamous white Bronco chase. That's the lead of this article. <laughs> it's pretty good. They didn't put O.J. Keith Simpson. They just said O.J. Simpson. <laughs> That's because when blah, blah, O.J. Keith Simpson was celebrating his 11th birthday. 11th. Oh, it's his birthday. <laughs> his birthday. Wait a second. <laughs> Hold on. His birthday There's so is There's somebody named O.J. Simpson, who's a football player. And his birthday was the day of the Bronco chase? June 17th. That must have been... Did he start going by OJ on that birthday? A great question. Hang on. Let's see. Uh, so if he, if it was the 11th birthday, would have been he, he would have been born in 83. Holy hell, this is hilarious. My father was a big USC fan back in the day. <laughs> no way. Oh, that's so good. Wait, is he like OJ OJ? Like, is he Orenthal? I don't know. I don't see the full... It just says O.J. Keith Simpson. It would be weird to be, like, a huge USC fan, name your kid O.J., but then name him, like, Owen John. <laughs> well, it might just literally be O.J. Well, that's worse. Where's... Who's Keith? This is great. Try calling him Keith, though, and he'll be the first person to correct you. People say, I'm going to call you Keith, and I let them know... Call me OJ. That's my name. <laughs> oh, no. This is incredible. This, well. Shout out to uh, to OJ Keith Simpson and the guy who wrote this article, Matt Lindner for ESPN. Wow. Unbelievable. What a story. Well, uh, this, this leads into, you know, you and I got talking about football movies. And. By the way, hold on. He was. <laughs> he was in an. He's been in multiple football movies. He was in Brian Banks as well. Wow. So they just need a guy and they call OJ. Do you think we could get OJ on the phone? Wait, hold on. I'm going to try something. Wait, he went to Cal Poly? Or, no, that's from a movie. Right. Yeah, that's on. That's the Brian Banks movie. This picture that we're looking at here. OJ Keith. Ah, look at him. He's wearing a Patriots jersey. Oh, God. Is that Eric Andre? <laughs> O.J. Keith Simpson. This is outstanding. Hold on. I'm going to see if he's on Twitter. (laughs) 
I search OJ Keith. The first Instagram that comes up is something, or first Twitter account that comes up is something called OJ is innocent. <laughs> oh man. OJ Keith Simpson. Hold on. I want to see. I can't believe his birthday was the day of the Bronco chase. Oh. I can't get over this. He's not on here, unfortunately. I was no, gonna say if we. Could, I'm gonna see if I can like DM him and see if he would like respond by the end of the podcast. <laughs> wow. Well, the thing is, like, we talk about the Kurt Warner movie, and it leads into the larger discussion of like, uh, why aren't there better movies about football? Oh yes. Oh, we're back. We're back to it. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, could, could you? Can I peel you away from your computer? I'm reading articles about O.J. Keithson. <laughs> we'll get this him on the, the podcast. The best thing I've ever found. We should honestly try and get him on the podcast. Is he on Instagram? Can you check that real quick? Uh, yeah. Hang on. We need to DM him and get him on. Although, I mean, well, I don't want to say anything particularly bad about our future guest, but he sounds like he might have a screw loose. <laughs> Is this him? Uh, I don't think it is. <laughs> no, that's Most certainly, certainly not. not him. OJ Simpson official Instagram? Oh, no. That's OJ. That's OJ, OJ. <laughs> Damn it. Wait, what did that say? Hey, guys. I don't think hey that's guys, actually... official OJ Simpson here. I don't think that's actually OJ. Yeah, he has 5,000 followers. <laughs> Uh, Somehow all we do is talk about O.J. Simpson on this podcast. This isn't him either. I don't think he has an Instagram. But that's interesting. Like, has there ever been... There must have been, like, an O.J. TV movie, right? Has there ever Ooh. been an O.J. movie? We have, like, o, like the you know the People versus O.J. Simpson, like right. the American Crime Story, Ryan Murphy thing, which is I very wonder. good. Yeah. We have documentaries about it, obviously. But has there ever been an O.J. Simpson movie? Great question. I don't know. I can't remember one. And that just feels so right for the picking. But, you know, it, it, it's funny because, you know, despite not being invited to your fantasy football league, uh, we do share, you know, we love movies. Uh, we love football. And the intersection of those two things is essentially vacant. Like, there just aren't great football movies. I bet, well, hold on, because I bet everybody listening right now is like... Is shouting, Leatherheads! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, beloved Leatherheads. Uh, let me run through... Okay. Recent football movies. When you say recent? Well, well, what's interesting is is the relative lack of them... Well, that's right. Okay, decade. go on. Sorry, go on. Sorry. So sorry. here are all the kind of uh, there. There's obviously there are a few more smaller movies. Also, and I, one of my favorite things about you is that you, because I do this exact same thing, you've made a list. You've written down a list. Yes. That you just could have looked at your computer for. Uh no, this is much better organized. Okay. No, I listen. I would have done the exact same thing. I thought thing. you were going to say I'm you... recognizing myself I'm, I'm I'm recognizing myself in you. As I, I thought you were going to say what I was about to do, which is I write down a list and then I immediately start naming the ones that had that didn't make my <laughs> list even though no one's heard the actual list yet. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Okay, go We've on. Got go on, go underdog on. coming out this year. Okay, I'm walking Before to that, I'm walking to your fridge as you go through this list. Before that, the most recent 
like major football movie. Now there have been a few other smaller ones, blah, blah blah. We're not counting those. The most recent one before that was 2015's Concussion. We haven't. It's Ow! been six years in between major football movies. Uh, before yeah. that, it was 2014's Draft Day, and that's it for the whole decade. There were two football movies made, two major football movies made for that entire decade. Now, have you seen either of those movies? I am back on the couch. I've seen I've never seen a second of Concussion besides the trailer, which I laughed at, and I've seen bits and pieces of Draft Day, but never the whole thing. It's delightful and hilarious. People and bad seem and to kind of like Draft Day. It's like enjoyably bad, I think. It's a movie that I feel like I keep like people keep talking about for some reason. It's like reason. so ridiculous. Right. Because he's trading all over the place and So Kevin know. Costner plays like what a GM? A GM, yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's that whole decade, just those two. The decade that precedes that, from 2000 to 2009, here's the list. 2000, The Replacements. 2001, Remember the Titans. 2003, Radio. 2004, Friday Night Lights. 2005, The Longest Yard. 2006, Invincible. 2006, Gridiron Gang. 2006, We Are Marshall. 2007, The Game Plan. 2008, Leatherheads. 2009, The Blind Side. Wow. 11 movies in 10 years versus only two over the next decade. But what's interesting about that list is that we end with The Blind Side, right? Which yes. famously wins Sandra Bullock an Oscar. And makes a ton of money. Makes a ton of money. Uh, certainly doesn't have the best reputation in the world. What's going on with your your, your perch? I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I was going to try and wait until the end of the podcast, but it's probably not going to happen. So why don't you talk about The Blind Side while I go to the bathroom? And begin. The Blind Side is the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. It's not true. The Blind Side is obnoxious. We're going to edit this out anyway, so I'm going to stop talking. Okay, I'm back. Okay. So, make your point about The Blind Side. I've never seen it. What? I've never seen The Blind Side. Really? Yeah, I can't tell if that's shocking or makes sense. I've never seen it, but I think the point about the blind side is that is that that is like the critical high of the football movie, right? Like that's as high as we've kind of gotten, and it's well the ones that I rattle off there. I certainly remember the Titans is is very well. I have a lot to say about Remember the Titans. People like the Friday Night Lights movie, but it's overshadowed because the TV show is so much which, better. Which we can't get into, of course, because I will not stop there's, talking there's no for time. hours. There's no time for that. Uh, the Rock is in numerous, multiple. He's in well, the, the Game Ro- Plan and Gridiron well, the, Gang. You know, The Rock walks. So OJ Key Simpson could run. <laughs> um, to me. You might argue that the the pinnacle of football movies came in the 90s, and maybe that's because I was a child for most of the 90s, but here are some of the, the notable 90s football movies. Okay. Any Given Sunday. Yeah. Varsity Blues. Oh, there we go. The Water Boy. Oh, mean. Uh, one that um, – this is an interesting uh, debate about whether this qualifies, but Jerry Maguire. No, it does not. There's a lot of football in Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire is not a football movie, though. It's not Sorry. a football movie, but there's a lot of football in it. Yeah, I mean, and it's sort of a scenes, draft day. There are scenes specifically that are just 
football and football talk and football well, and sense. here we are. We're talking about Jerry Maguire in the same way that we're talking with the blind. I mean, Jerry Maguire, I think, is a, a better received movie, but Jerry Maguire also an Oscar-winning movie. Yeah, Cuba. Also, is it Cuba or peak, Cuba? Peak Tom Cruise as well. Cuba. I'm sorry. What? Jerry Maguire is peak Tom Cruise. What? Do I need to say it again? Okay, the, you're, th- this is truly throwing me for a loop. What do you? This is your like, favorite person on planet Earth, Tom Cruise. You think Jerry? Second favorite, Tom Brady. OJ you, Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> you think Tom Brady's best performance is Jerry Maguire? Yes, I think Tom Brady's best performance is Jerry Maguire. That's it, Tom Brady. <laughs> you think Tom Cruise's best performance is? Jerry that's McGuire. not that's not what I said. You said okay. So what does peak mean? Is when he's at, he was at his most Tom Cruisiest. Also, okay, I think, I think, that's different. I actually think it probably is his best, my favorite performance. Really? Do you not like Jerry Maguire? It's been a while. Jerry Maguire is so been good. Been a while since I. We might need to watch uh, Jerry Maguire. I uh, honestly would love to watch Jerry Maguire again. I mean, we're doing a Tom Cruise episode at some point, and this godforsaken podcast. When Tom Gun Maverick comes out. Tom Gun Maverick? Tim Gun Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, quick, um, here are the rest of the football movies. Notable Magnolia, football by movies the way, is out. the answer. Oh, no, it's not. Um, you think he's better in Jerry Maguire than Magnolia? Way better. Way better? Yeah. Show me the money. Okay. He's so good in Jerry Maguire. It's, uh, uh, Magnolia, he's very good in. But it's a very small, specific role. Jerry Maguire, he's carrying the whole thing. He's phenomenal. Well, he's the titular role. Range. Speaking of Ladybird. Range. All, you have to believe him as an agent and as a lover. <laughs> I say speaking of Ladybird, a movie we talked about 40 minutes ago. <laughs> Uh, some An other agent movies. and a lover. Little giant. I never need to hear Rudy, you say the word lover. The program, all the right moves. Speaking of Tom Cruise, Brian's song, never the longest that. yard, nineteen seventy four, whatever version with Bruce Bruce Willis. Bruce, well, and I told Burt Reynolds, Jesus Christ, Bruce Willis. I did tell you, I did. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna throw on the longest yard, a movie I'd never seen before. It's for free on HBO Max. I said, you know what? I'm going to throw this on. The Adam Sandler version? No. Never saw that one either. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to throw on The Longest Yard. In the first 10 minutes of the movie, there are two outrageous incidents of Bruce... God damn it. Burt Reynolds. (laughs) (laughs) Of Burt Reynolds executing extreme amounts of domestic violence. And so, you know what? Well, they're in prison. Not yet. The football game takes place in prison. Prison. I know. And guess what? I don't even find out why he goes to prison. There are many reasons. He he literally punts a woman out of bed because she's like be, you know quote unquote being annoying. And then he slams a woman up against the same woman. His like girlfriend slams her up against the door. Jesus. It's like it's like ha ha ha. Women are bad. The seventies were wild. The 70s were wild. Anyway, uh, I made it about 10 minutes into that and said I can make better use of my time and started watching, you know, the other two. What's that? I watch TV shows as well. What's the other two? Okay, text you about this maybe yesterday. Yeah, ignoring it. HBO Max, Ken Marino's in it. 
uh, anyway, you touched briefly on like Brian's song and Rudy. Rudy, a movie that I just can't. You know, that's just not going to ever be for me. So many of these I haven't seen since I was like a kid. Do you like want Brian's if- song and Rudy? It's been, you know. Certainly 20 plus years. You want to know a fun fact? Rudy's brother was a guidance counselor at my high school. Really? Mm-hmm. That's it. What was his name? Whatever. What? What's Their last name was what? Like Rudin? Rudy is about his last name. Oh, is it? It's like R- R- Rudin Rodenbacher or something. <laughs> I don't think it's Rodenbacher. Well, what is it? Uh, it is Daniel. First of all, his name is Daniel Rudiger. Yeah, that's right, Rudiger. Daniel Rudy Rudiger. Yeah. Oh, so his first name. Oh, okay, whatever. His first name is Daniel, but he went by Rudy, which is play on his last name. But his Wikipedia page is titled Rudy Rudiger. I don't care about these. Like, I just don't care. It's not interesting to me. Uh, you know, good for you. Whatever. Um, Rudy sucks. R- Rudy for me is on the same level of like a field of dreams where it's like one of these movies where like straight men are only, like, only able to access their sort of emotions in a movie that is so schmaltzy based on sports. Field of Dreams is great. Field of Dreams is not. And this, hey, build it. What, what is, what is, what is the line in Field of Dreams? Hey, Go hey, pal, you want to play catch? What is it? If you build it, they will come. I've actually have not seen Field of Dreams in a very long time. Ease it's probably pain. worse than I remember. James Earl Jones is great. The sure. scene where uh, Kevin Costner tries to get James Earl, Jones, James Earl Jones to come with him by pretending he has a gun in his pocket, but it's it's his obviously dick. just his finger. Oh, <laughs> it's a great scene. Look it up. Um, look it up. <laughs> what's your favorite uh, football movie? Like, well, uh, not necessarily the one you think is. Well, maybe it's just the best. We're not counting Jerry Maguire here because that's the obvious answer, and it doesn't count because sure, we've already established. But if there was a move, if you could, uh, let's say you had to watch a football movie tomorrow, sure, which one would you go with? See, the answer to this is interesting because it gets into a conversation I think we need to have. The answer might be Remember the Titans. Interesting. But here's what I'll say. Remember the Titans is also the most overrated movie <laughs> in maybe cinematic history. Also interesting. Do you remember... The remem- Titans? No, not really. <laughs> Am I insane or was like, Remember the Titans like... The biggest thing on earth for like a solid year. It was a big deal. Like, I just remember, remember the Titans. <laughs> stop, stop saying remember. <laughs> I just like everybody loved remember the Titans. That's what I remember. Remember the Titans made 115 million domestically. Yeah, I mean, it feels like it should have been, like, five times that. Do I think Remember the Titans is, like, a great movie? Not really. But it hits all the right notes, right? It's pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. It's fine. It's sure. A... Well, what's your what would your, what's yours? What's your favorite? I love Varsity Blues. 
That's that should probably be the answer. Yeah. It's like pretty goofy and like parts of it are pretty bad, but it's like enjoyable, which is really all I'm looking for because I don't think any of these football movies are legitimately great movies. Why aren't there more movies like Varsity Blues though? Doesn't it feel like high school football or like college football just leaning into sort of like the sex and the like Right, it should be ripe for that. It like Did you watch what? um what was it called? I think it was called Playmakers. Oh. Did you watch that? Did I watch Playmakers? I was so into Playmakers. This was oh, a, Playmakers this was, a was TV show on ESPN. Huge Playmakers in like was 2003 ish, 2004. I have not thought about Playmakers in so long. Playmakers was huge. It was for like me. It, it was interesting because it was on ESPN, but it was like this fictional. Uh, yeah, is you know, that the only? Is it the only scripted thing ESPN's ever done? It must it, be it, right? in terms of just like scripted series. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't like remember another fictional... one. But they made this show, and then it, it like got canceled. It didn't do all that well, but it was like it kind of had like a cult following. Oh wow! I wonder how many people actually watched those that episodes. W- like was truly just to today. <laughs> I was just about to ask the same thing. I bet Playmakers the biggest show on TV. Oh, it would be the biggest show on TV by like ten million viewers. Playmakers, oh, wow. it was great. They were all just like doing tons of steroids and. There's a lot of sex and wow. violence. It was great. Ooh, my favorite thing, sex and violence. I love sex and... Well, that's candy. <laughs> Marcy Playground. They yeah. around still? Uh, Probably not. Okay. So, uh, in honor of the football season approaching, watch everybody's favorite football movie, Varsity Blues. That's actually I actually would love to watch Varsity Blues again. I've seen that a lot of times. That was like that, that was out. in the rotation in like high school where we would just you know you'd throw a movie on. I, I saw Varsity really Blues a lot that. of times. I didn't really have friends. I guess that's probably the problem. Well, no you wonder know you're not in any fantasy football leagues. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know what was in rotation with me and my friends in high school? The thing that we truly used to watch like almost every weekend. What? Ellen DeGeneres is here and now. Her stand-up special. Oh, no. I used to be able to quote every word of that. Ugh. I know. It's not great, thinking back. That's terrible. But, like, getting back to why, you know, I didn't have any friends. Like, truly, it was like, <laughs> hey, do you guys want to come over? Like, have you seen this Ellen special? <laughs> oh, no. Like, it's really good. And then we would do the thing where we would, like, say the punchline, like, before she said it. Ooh. That's harsh. Wow. You know, it does make you, you should have been understand why I only instead. went to one dance. Huh? You should have been watching Varsity Blues instead. I know. You're probably right. Varsity Blues. Billy Bob. That's a character in Varsity Blues. Well, and Billy Bob in Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. James Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek. What a career, truly. When you think about, like, Dawson's Creek and then Varsity Blues, two of the sort of, like, iconic teen kind of, like, I don't know. Oh, what a run. Moments of the era. Also, and he's this still was, around. Varsity he's, Blues was early Paul Walker. Oh, that's right. It might have been the introduction to Paul Walker. I'm sure he had been in some things before because he was, like, 
the star quarterback in I varsity may, blues. I may need to watch those rilks. So. John Voigt as the okay. as the well, coach. Well, that's enough. Let's go. That's enough. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Scott, what's it, Scott Con's son name? What? Oh, Scott Con is the son. <laughs> James, he's James Con's son. <laughs> Scott Con was a uh, Skeeter Tweeter, something like that. It's been a while. He was the short receive wide receiver, slot receiver. God, everybody was so hot in that movie. The running back, uh, the running back was great, but they would always throw when they got close to the goal line because uh, John Voigt was a racist coach. Oh my God! Who played the running back? I don't remember. Look it up. Stand by. I think that was part. That was. That's from Varsity Blues, right? Not something else. I don't remember. Maybe. Could uh, you type slower? Don't want your life. Sorry, I'm holding the microphone in one hand. I don't want. Did it the tweeter? That was the. Uh, oh, great names in this too. Lance Harbor. That was Paul <laughs> Walker's name. The star quarterback. That's perfect. God. Uh. Has there ever been better casting than Paul Walker as a high school quarterback? The running back is somebody named Eliel Swinton. Okay. Well. I really – if this had – if I had looked this up and it had been O.J. Keith Howard, <laughs> I would have lost my goddamn mind. This is the only movie he was ever in, apparently. Did he pass? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, is he dead? He was a football – he was like a legit football player. Oh, cool. He signed with the Kansas City Chiefs at one point. Really? Wow. I'm gonna put you on the like spot. He ever really played, but AFC NFC championship games this season. They give oh, me a Super Bowl, and then give me your Super Bowl winner. All right, uh, Patriots over Tom Brady and the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Obviously, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, who will the Patriots beat in the AFC championship game? Probably the probably the Chiefs, and the Bucks will beat. Let's say, who do I like in the NFC? No, 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 no. Eh. I'll say the Bucks over Seahawks in the NFC. You're always so high on the Seahawks. No, I'm not. <laughs> I feel like you are. I feel like one of the things I know most about you is you're really high on the Seahawks that every year. It's false. I don't even like the Seahawks. I never put you like them. Um... I don't actually think the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. I would yeah. like them to. That would be that would be great. I think they're going to be pretty good. Um, but yeah, that's still my pick. The Patriots. 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 The pa- you if the if the Super that's Bowl your was, real pick. The if Patriots. The, if the Super Bowl was the Patriots against the Bucks, I mean that's an all timer. It would, just, but it's not happening. It would all just burn down. Neither of them are making the Super. Bowl. Uh, I mean the Bucks are very good. Yeah. What's your pick? For both? Uh, well, the Lions are going to win. Oh, dear. Uh, let's see. I should have thought about this before I asked you. <laughs> uh, AFC is... I mean, the Chiefs... The, huh? team, the Chiefs, the Bills, to a lesser extent... Browns are kind was, of the yeah. I was gonna say Chiefs over Browns. That feels a little kind of. Boring. I kind of like the Chargers as the team to kind of crash the party there. Okay. 
Um, NFC is favorites are no Bucks, idea. Packers, Rams. The Packers make those are probably the three the most Packers popular. Packers are. Picks. I don't know what to make of the Packers. The NFC North is just like such a just. I mean, it's always so. I can't stand Rodgers, so terrible. I, I can't pick them. Yeah. Who's gonna make the Aaron Rodgers movie one day? Oh boy. Well. Um. Well, we like to end every episode. We do like to end every episode. That is that is a fact. Eventually, with a top ten list. We, Something we've been doing for exactly one week. Yeah. Well, now this is week two. We like to do it every week now. And you are for the second week in a row surprising me with this. Uh, that's false. But you you brought it up already. Who's we talked make about it. it? Yeah, this was your idea. <laughs> uh, the top ten football players who oh, deserve sure. a biopic. Sure. Are we, we just talking, teased it with Aaron Rodgers? Are we talking current or all time? Let's go all time. Okay. So do you have your list of 10? No. Haven't thought about it for one second. Me neither. Number one. We're going one to 10 because I haven't actually. Well, number one. I mean, we talked about OJ. What's interesting about OJ is that what story is there to tell? We all know it. Yeah. You know, it's like, what are you going to do? What do you, what are we getting out of that? Like, I think OJ made in America was so good. You know, the docu right. series about it. It's like, you, there was docu series on that. And there was the, the, the FX Murphy series thing. within yeah. a, within a short time frame. So we don't really need an OJ biopic. Unless no. OJ Keith, OJ <laughs> Keith Simpson can be. Can play OJ? <laughs> what if we just get an OJ Keith Simpson biopic? <laughs> there we go. Okay, that's number one. Number okay. two, he hate me. <laughs> oh, no. What's his name? Ah, oh, I'm blanking on I his know, actual I, name. I, I can't remember. Oh, I used to remember. He hate me. I mean, an XFL movie could be interesting. Could it? Sure. Whatever happened to? It's coming back, isn't? Isn't the Rock insurance? Isn't the Rock the G? <laughs> the oh, I forgot that they even had a season in the first place. They did, but now it's coming back again. Right. It got like purchased by somebody else, right? Yeah, the and the Rock is like involved. He's got that. He's got tequila. <laughs> Jungle Cruise 2. The guy's busy. Uh, so, uh, my, Tom Brady's obviously number two. There couldn't be a more boring movie. <laughs> What's it going to be? He's making smoothies? He just keeps winning going the Super golfing Bowl. with Donald Trump? Someone, someone tries to give him a strawberry and he slaps them. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else is on your list? By NFL biopics you'd like to see. Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> Look, we've already established it. I wasn't ready for this. Well, neither was I. We don't really like biopics, nor do we really like NFL or football movies. <laughs> so I don't really want to see any NFL biopics. I would love to see a biopic of Joey Harrington. Joey Harrington. <laughs> That's terrible. There should honestly be a movie about the 0-16 Lions. There should be... <laughs> Barry Sanders? It's pretty kind of oh. boring. Just, just, I mean, that's, that's so depressing. But, like, they, this is ultimately the issue here, which is, you know what's better than movies about sports? Watching just sports. Just watching sports. It's a good point. But we talk about, like, it is, like, football is the biggest thing. In America, <laughs> other than racism 
and COVID. <laughs> other than racism and COVID. Yeah. You can put that you can put that on a pillow. Football is the biggest thing in America other than racism and COVID. Okay? <laughs> and they both and and football ignores both. Imagine if you walked into someone's house and instead of like live, laugh, love, <laughs> just said football is the biggest thing in America other than racism and COVID. <laughs> that would be I, I would hang out at that house. It'd be a good place for Labor Day barbecue. But football feels impenetrable, right? Like we talked about concussion earlier, right? Like I remember Tell the truth. When Will Smith was doing this movie, I, it felt like for a minute there were rumblings that it was going to, like, be a big that, like, problem. like, not going to exist anymore? Nobody gave a shit. And also, it turned out that that guy was full of shit, right? Couldn't tell you. I'm pretty sure uh, people don't really buy his research anymore. That football's bad? This is something I should have led up by saying. Football's bad. We should stop football. Can I tell you... I watched. I false. sat and watched football. Football is great. First of all, I watched. I sat on my on my big fat ass and watched college football for I don't know seventy two straight hours. <laughs> it's the best. I would say every five minutes somebody's career ended. Yeah. Every five minutes. Whistle whistles are blowing. Oh, I got injured on the field. Some guy can't walk. There were some Every Achilles. five minutes. Every other play, someone's career ends. That's that's not true. And even if it was true, it would still be worth it. <laughs> okay. Because Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. Right, so we got OJ, Terry Bradshaw, Tom Brady. Joby Harrington. <laughs> Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Gronk. Um, Let's do a Gronk biopic. Oh, God. They already did that. It's called Spring Breakers. <laughs> Um, Randy Moss, that'd be fun. None of these would make good movies. Michael Vick? Oh, that's pretty good. That sounds tough to watch. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I'm just imagining, like... How Bob Craft? Let's get inside that parlor. Ooh. Yikes. <laughs> Let's get inside there. Bob Craft is so goofy. Uh, Jerry Jones? <sighs> I he think, probably he probably will have a biopic someday. Probably. I think what we're discovering is that the reason that there aren't that many good football movies, at least sort of based on real life, is that like these bio and this this falls into just like biopics in general. Is that people love to make biopics about people's lives who have been huh? That'd be a good one. I didn't hear you. Julian Edelman. Oh, well, watch that, of course. <laughs> <laughs> who would play Julian Edelman? No. I mean, who would Zac play Tom Efron? Brady? <laughs> oh my God, Zach Efron is Julian Edelman. <laughs> wow! Clear okay. my schedule. We got there, everybody. <laughs> we found a biopic. That Clear my schedule. <laughs> who would play Tom Brady in the in the Julian Edelman biopic? <laughs> sure. Um. Good question. Gonna be somebody cooler than Zachary Levi who's playing Kurt Warner. It's hard to get cooler than Zachary Levi. Oh yes, so tough. Who would play Tom Brady? It would be. It'd probably be like Matt Damon. Yeah, honestly, it probably would be Ben Matt Affleck. Damon. Ben Affleck would actually be better. I can't see. I can see Matt as Tom more clearly than I can see Ben as Tom. I think Ben looks a little more like Tom. 
Do you think do you think JLo would play Giselle? Oh, now we're talking. So we have a Julian Edelman biopic starring Zach Efron <laughs> as Julian. Uh, ben Affleck. Ben and J-Lo as Tom and Giselle. Who's playing Gronk here? Channing Tatum? <laughs> yeah, I could see it. Who's playing Belichick? Oh. Uh, De Niro? He's too old. De Niro? The 70s. Yeah, but I guess I'm thinking this this movie spans. Well, Ben Affleck is playing 22 year old Tom Brady. Yeah, that's true. Who plays Belichick? Mm. Let's go, Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> Can you imagine if the thing to bring Daniel Day Lewis out of retirement is playing Bill Belichick in a movie? There we go. In a movie starring Zac Efron. We need a Bob Craft here. That could be De Niro. Okay, De Niro as Bob Kraft. DDL as Belichick. Affleck Who else is in this movie? Uh, in the Julian Edelman story? Who plays Olivia Culpo? Is that <laughs> who he did? I, I don't know. They did that, for a little bit, yeah. You know who would play Olivia Culpo in the movie is Olivia, Olivia Culpo. Culpo. Yeah. yeah. She's dating McCaffrey now, right? Yes. God. Can you imagine... Okay, that's well, unbelievable. We just we just cast. Who do you think? A phenomenal. But don't you picture. agree? Like, I like Christian McCaffrey. I can see being just like you know what we forgot to talk a about a piece of lasagna in bed, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron Hernandez. Oh my God, that's right. Speaking of Patriots. We well, who would play Aaron Hernandez in the Julian Edelman movie? Oh God, uh, O.J. Keith Simpson. <laughs> I think that I think that's where we should wrap it up. <laughs> Sounds about right. Listen, Kyle. Happy football season to you and yours. Oh, happy football back, season to you and yours. Go Pats, Mac Jones. It's... Jambalaya. Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. Who? Good night. Bye. Go Lions. <laughs>